the final Mishnah Rab Khanani Manakasha Aimer. Rabhanani Manakasha Aimer Ratagajbarhul Zakas is his role of Fikah Hibalam Tayra Mitsushanemar. Rabhanani Manakasha said Hashem wanted to give the Jew the Jewish people more merit. Therefore he gave them a lot of Torah and a lot of Mitsushanemar, as it says in the Pasuk Hashem Khafet Slaman Sidkai, Hashem wants for the benefit of their righteousness, Yagdal that's why he made the Torah the great much. There is so much Torah. That's the Mishnah. The Maimon for Rabbanani Makashe, Hagamas Makemi Vesedam Mishnayis, is Vesim Esechtamakis. So this statement of Rabbanani Makashe, even though its proper placement in the Mishnayis is at the end of Esechtamakis. Is Minigistrol to Zogn Noch Yedin Perik from Perkyovis? The Minigistrol, the Jew, the custom amongst Jews is to say it at the end of each chapter of Perkyovis. While, because Virashi is Mefarajdim Tam, as Rashi explains the reason, with Vishayeshpo Siyum Noah, because it has a, it's a beautiful ending. Therefore, the uh, the people have taken on the minik to say it at the end of each chapter. Because we don't say kaddish on a mishnah which contains halacha, we say kaddish on agoda, which means the homiletic part of Torah. And this mishnah is homiletic, and therefore we say it at the end. It's a beautiful mishnah to com- to conclude with. And now you can say the Kaddish that you wanted. However, since everything in Torah is, of course, very specific and accurate, and as well the Minig, this is a custom that was taken on, but even that is considered Torah and therefore very specific and accurate. Especially that a number of the commentaries on the Mishnayis uh, Avas added this at the end of Avas. Would they explain this statement of Rabchanani Merakashe? Obviously, this statement of Rabchanani Merakashe has a connection to Mesechta Avas as well, since many of the, for the reasons said, and also because the commentaries add it at the end of Mishnah Yisavas and they explain it there so it must be connected Oich is Minig Yisrael as Far Yed Perik it's also a Minig that before every chapter from Perik Yavazak when the Mishnah Kol Yisrael Yashon Chayel Gelum we say the Mishnah Kol Yisrael every Yid has a share in the world to come a Mishnah Mesech Tazan Hedim which is a Mishnah which regular placement finds itself in Mesech Tazan Hedim and there is a common denominator between these two Mishnayis that we say at the beginning of Pirkei Ovis and at the end of Pirkei Ovis. And in both of the common denominator of these two Mishnayis is that in both of them it brings out the unique qualities of the Jewish people. In the Mishnah Kol Yisrael is... In the first, um, in the first one, Kol Yisrael, it brings out that the Yidden are the uh, the handiwork that Hashem is proud of. When in the Mishnah from Rabbanan and Akasha, in the final Mishnah, the final uh, statement of Rabbanan and Akasha, as the Rebbe from Torah Mitzvahs, it's forbidden that the reason Hashem made so much Torah and so many Mitzvahs is for the benefit of the Yidden. Because Hashem wanted to give the Yidin many merits, that's the reason that He made so much Torah and mitzvahs. Dafim fashtein, so we have to understand Pirkei Avos and Halten Kiyadua. We know that Pirkei Avos contains Hayros and Anhogas of Midas Tovus. It the theme of Pirkei Avos is that it contains such um, behavioral uh, suggestions, Midas Chsidis. Midas Tevis, things which develop good character, until Mila de Chasidusa, things which go beyond the required. Is Vasis in Dem Negea the Inyan from Malasim Shoy Yisrael? So, what's the connection between what Pirkei Yavas is, 
which is teaching the Yidin how to live a higher standard life, even more than what the Torah requires. So what's the connection between that and the fact that the Yidin are and, and bringing out the, the qualities of Yidin? So we'll understand this by first explaining what are about our Mishnah. The Bartanura is Mefarish. The Bartanura, who is the main commentary on Mishnayis, explains. He says, What does it mean that Hashem made much Torah mitzvahs? Which one was unnecessary that he would have considered that this one is only to make it more? Which one is non-essential that he's considering it to be the more? You know, the stuff that that is, so to speak, would have not have been necessary, but for this purpose, Hashem added it just to give the yidn more more merits. So he says, for instance, Parshish Gotsamirmas and the Parsha which talks about the rodents and all those uh, creepy crawlies that you're not allowed to eat. And that is to give the Yidin more reward for staying away from them. Why is that one chosen? Because the truth is that even if there was no mitzvah not to eat it, nobody would eat it anyway. Because a person is disgusted by eating something like that. So therefore, really it didn't have to say, but Hashem added it as a mitzvah, so now we have reward for staying away from something that we would have stayed away from anyway. And according to this, we can also say, in regards to the study of Torah, just as it is by mitzvahs, that he gave us mitzvahs which we would have been doing anyway. So we could say the same thing about studying Torah. He added things into Torah which we would have understood on our own anyway. Even if it didn't say in Torah, it would be understood. And now that we learn it as a part of Torah, so we get more schar, more, uh, more reward, more merits, because we learn something that we would have otherwise understood in any case. And that's what he means, that he added more to the Torah. But according to this explanation, we have to understand, number one, the Lashon Hirbelahim, when it says he made, he added much. Because then, According to this, it's not that there is, it doesn't address the fact that there is so many mitzvahs, so much Torah. It's about a specific few, perhaps, mitzvahs which Hashem put into the Torah, which we would have uh, fulfilled anyway. So it's not, it doesn't address the fact that there is so much. It just addresses the fact that a few were added. Number two, the Loshon Lezakas is Yisrael the wording that he, get, he wanted to give merits to the Yidin, because according to him, the way he explains it, he should have said that he wanted to give more reward to the Yidin, so he gave them mitzvahs, which they would have done anyway, in order they can earn reward for doing those as well. For instance, he should have used, the mission should have said, he wanted to add to the reward of the Yidin, the Kiyetzavah. So that's a question on the Bartanura's explanation. Gimel, the Rambam is mefarish the Mishnah. Now, how does the Rambam explain this Mishnah? Ki, because if a person will fulfill a mitzvah of the 630 mitzvahs properly, he will not have any side agendas for why he is doing it. He does it for the sake of fulfilling Hashem's mitzvah, out of his love for Hashem. By that, he merits the life in the world to come. And that's what Rav Hananya says. Because the mitzvahs are so many, therefore, 
when a person goes through life and fulfills so many different mitzvahs, one of them he'll do for the absolute perfect reason of fulfilling a mitzvah without any side agenda. He'll do it al maskunto Musa. He'll do it in its proper perfect way. And when he fulfills that one mitzvah, which he's doing perfectly, that brings life to his whole, that brings him life. Because finally he did a perfect mitzvah, and it's the perfect mitzvah which gives you So when you have so many different mitzvahs, one of them you'll get right. Lloyd Dempir, so according to this explanation, is Muzbet Now we understand what the meaning of he gave them so many. Because it's only because there are so many very different types of mitzvahs. Therefore, a person will fulf- certainly fulfill at least one of them properly, perfectly. And now we understand that Hashem gave us so many in order to give us the merit of being able to fulfill at least one of them perfectly. So that answers the question that is left on the Bartanura's explanation. But in addition to the fact that even according to this explanation, we still we're still left with the difficulty. Why it says lezaka is to give the merit rather than and not the the language of reward. Canal as he asked earlier. But in addition to the fact to that is the etzem pirush deirish beer. The explanation itself needs more explanation. Why? Because according to the Rambam's explanation, it comes out as in the inyan from Hirbalem Tairo Mitzvahs, because in this idea of giving the Yidin a lot of mitzvahs, there is no, it doesn't have any real quality that we need many mitzvahs, because many mitzvahs add something, is something special and unique. The ribuya mitzvahs is not a mitl, and in your slidim a mitzvah, because the reason that there are many mitzvahs is only secondary to the fact that we need someone to be able to do a mitzvah perfectly. So give many options, and one of them will come out perfectly. But that isn't a reason why there should be many mitzvahs. It's only a method by way by which everybody will end up doing one mitzvah perfectly. It's only there in order to, uh, to ascertain that every Yid will end up doing one mitzvah perfectly. But there doesn't seem to be a quality to having many, many mitzvahs in itself. Another thing we have to understand. Number one. is Reb Hananiah emphasizes Rotva Gosvoruch Lezakas is Yisrael Hashem wanted to give merits to the Yidin when in Pasig is that Gosha Hashem Chavetz Ulman Tzidkai in the Pasig that he brings as a, as a support for this there it says Tzidkai which means the righteousness of the Yidin so leave them sorry the righteousness of his righteousness so leave them Tzedek because Hashem is so righteous and he wants to do the best for the Yidden, therefore he gave them many mitzvahs. Number two, the Pasuk only addresses the fact that there is a lot of Torah to be studied. As the Pasuk says, Yagdal Torah. Whereas Rav Hananya adds also mitzvahs to Torah. Number three that we have to understand, why is the Mishnah? Why does the Mishnah use wording that is different than the pasuk? In the Mishnah state Rotsa Baruch Hu, the Mishnah says the word Rotsa, which means He wanted, Hashem wanted. In the pasuk, it says Hashem Chafetz, a different word that expresses the idea of wanting. Why does the Mishnah go away from the the uh, language that the pasuk uses? Even though it's true that we say it's written in the Gemara that the the Chachamim don't always follow the wording of the Pasuk. The Chachamim spoke in their language and the Pasuk speaks in its language. So therefore that might answer the question. We still find in many places 
as uplearning the agavisin inya from pasuk nutsin the chachamim and zayiredim lashna pasuk. When the chachamim are learning something from a pasuk, when they derive it from a pasuk, they use the same language as the pasuk. Ula dogma as an example in the lashenus analum and egel teirah mitzvahs. Using these, uh, the same language as we're talking about here in regards to Torah mitzvahs, there is, for instance, a statement: A person should always study Torah in the areas and the subjects that he wants, that he enjoys, that he has, he's drawn to. Shenemar, as it says in the pasuk, because in he has a desire, he has a, a yearning for the Torah. Of Hashem, so we see from that pasuk we learn that he should learn where he wants to, where he enjoys it, where he's drawn to. So that the the chachamim use the same language as the pasuk. Chafetz, mimtzer cheftzcha, cheftzcha asurim, cheftzcha shemayim mutarim. It says in the pasuk that uh, on Shabbos you shouldn't do, um, you shouldn't do your own things. So we learn it from a pasuk in Tanakh. With there also the words cheftzcha. And the Chachamim say, your own Cheftzecha, those things that you want to do are permitted, are prohibited. But you are allowed to do the things which are for the need of Hashem, that Hashem wants. So we see, they, again, the Chachamim use the same language as the Pasuk. Even specifically in the area of Chafetz and Ratzin, the, the Chachamim stick to Chafetz. But over here, he goes away from the Pasuk which says Chafet and he goes to Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Number four that we have to understand the Mishnah Zakt Lefikach Hirbelehem Teiro Mitzvah the Mishnah says therefore he gave them many much Teiro Mitzvah because the Pashta Taich from Hirbe is Aribiyum Mispeh Vakamos the simple meaning of Hirbe much means that there is a lot in, in the amount of Teiro Mitzvah that there is on the other hand when we look at the Pasuk which is the proof for this uh, the support for this drasha, uh, is he made it great and made it beautiful which are an, an increase not in the amount but in the quality it's a qualitative greatness and strength so it goes away from Hirba, which is which seems to connote uh, the idea of there is a lot, and talks about that there is a qualitative greatness to Torah and Mitzvahs. Hey, the Nukudas Abir So the idea to explain all this, the Ribui in Torah Mitzvahs and Valcha the Mishnah Ret, the great amount of Torah Mitzvahs about which the Mishnah is talking here. Is nisht vises mashma bepashtus umaloshim pirusha mishnayis is not as it would seem on the surface, as dos main the misbet hayak for mitzvahs that it means that there are six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs so many, because dos is which is of course a great amount, but but it's not, that's not what it means. For a mahadoch nisht kain tam biyasoid vifel as dav zayim misbara mitzvahs, because the truth is that we have no idea. What is the right number of mitzvahs? How can we say that 613 is a great amount of mitzvahs? Maybe that's a small amount of mitzvahs. How do you know what, how much there should be that you should decide that this is called a lot? And whatever the amount of mitzvahs, we could have said the same thing. Why so many? Why so little? There is no way to qualify what is the right amount. So therefore that's not what the Mishnah is asking. Now the Mishnah read of Vegendem Harbe in themselves inyan from Torah and Mitzvahs. Rather, what the Mishnah is saying is that taking all these Mitzvahs, not to diminish any of them, not to take away any of the Mitzvahs, the Chachamim had no intention that, or no Svara, no idea that there should have been less Mitzvahs. Of course there should be all these Mitzvahs, but why divide them into 613 to so many when they could have been encapsulated in much less, for instance, similar to what our sages tell us, it says in the Gemara that David consolidated 
all the mitzvahs and he made 11 categories that there are 11 categories and all the mitzvahs are included in those 11 categories so you would say that that could have been the amount of mitzvahs that there are 11 which are divided, subdivided into smaller you know, details in those mitzvahs similarly according to Reb Sadia Goen he says that you can, in the Aseris Adibris you could find all the mitzvahs as they are in the Aseris Adibris therefore there would be enough if there were 10 mitzvahs and in those 10 mitzvahs of course you're going to find ways of um, fulfilling all the 613 but it boils down to 10 when I feel intense alaymer, and even if you should want to say, as is dar from Zain Alatariaginyanim, that you need all six hundred and thirteen specific ideas. But yeder from the elf or the tzen gehad kama bakama pratim in the mitzvah gufa. So as we as I said, each one of the eleven or the ten, according to whichever uh, if it's Ba David or Rapsadigon, each one would contain many details which would include in that one general category there would be many details as indeed in fact every mitzvah today also has many details so that's what the Rambam is answering because if the, all the mitzvahs boil down to 10 categories and then you have to fulfill the 10 mitzvahs with all of their details, which of course divides up into 613 ultimately, once it's unpacked, so to speak the, the details are unpacked but then, as the Ramam explains, you would never be able to fulfill a mitzvah because now it's only 10 mitzvahs in order to fulfill a mitzvah perfectly you have to do a mitzvah which contains 63 uh, 61 details, how do you fulfill a mitzvah perfectly with 61 details, how are you going to have the, the kavana l'shma, l'shem shemayim and so on perfectly with a mitzvah that contains 61 details I say 61 because 10 times 61 is 610 613 so therefore he says that therefore the Eivishter divided it into many, many, many small details. And if you do one of those perfectly, you were zeicher. You got it. Perhaps one could say even more. Because if one were to violate one detail of these mitzvahs, that one of the ten, and he missed one point, felt in the Shleimah Zah Mitzvah, he would be missing the entire Mitzvah, which is made up of 61 details. He would miss the whole thing. Even though he did 60 details perfectly well, but he missed one detail, he missed that whole Mitzvah. Therefore, in order to do us that favor, he divided it into separate individual Mitzvahs. And to understand this from the inner dimension. Every subject in Torah and every mitzvah is different from all the other mitzvahs and all the other subjects of Torah. In fact, sometimes it can come out there are what seems to be contradictory situations between mitzvahs and, in, and areas in Torah. Starting from the general division of mitzvahs, which are the negative and the positive mitzvahs. These are the ones you must do. These are the ones you're not allowed to do. Those are opposite thrusts of a mitzvah. The chilukim from edus chokim mishpatim. Then there is the different types of mitzvahs, which are testimonial mitzvahs or statutes, which means un. Uh, super rational things that we don't understand why they need to be done there are mitzvahs which are mishpatim which are quite logical and it breaks down into 613 different categories and every mitzvah has its own content its meaning, its reason its intent, its kavana, its purpose 
And Azoy Eichen Teirin, the same is true, that's the division of mitzvahs. Then it's true of Teirin as well. Beginning from the four different types of uh, uh, categories of Teirin that we find in every subject in Teirin. There is Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Seid. How this idea is understood in the simple meaning, the allegorical meaning, the homiletic meaning, the uh, Seid. Kabbalistic meaning the chilukim from memtas panim tamei memtas panim toir. Then there is a greater division that there are forty nine ways of being able to say that something to explain that something would be tamei or that something would be toir. So there are forty nine ways of looking at the matter. Ayim panim latayra. Then there is the seventy um, seventy facets to toira. These are all taken from Chazal, that every area of Torah is divided into all these many different divisions. That it says that in Kabbalah it says that there are um, 600,000 approaches to every matter in Torah. I guess one, uh, you know, corresponding to every Neshama of a Yid, according to every Yid, has its own approach to Torah. And this needs to be understood. The Torah, which is considered to one, one Torah, and all the mitzvahs which are contained therein, were given to us from Hashem, who was also Echad, one. The purpose of Torah mitzvahs is to draw down and to reveal into this world Hashem, who is one, and the fact that He is one. The Achtas Abshutaf and the Mevishin to bring out this perfect oneness of Hashem. Is the Chmuvan, so we would understand, as Oich and the Ravayda from Aiden, Daf Yad, the Mitzvah, Zayn Fabunim, the Ein Einzige Kavan of Atachlis. It would seem that every Mitzvah should express the concept of oneness. So Peil Zayn and Fabundun is Achtas Kaviachal from the Makaima Mitzvah with Mevishin to bring about the connection and the attachment. And, and unity between the one that does the mitzvah, the yid, and Hashem. Who is the absolute perfect oneness? The same with the study of that the purpose of Torah is that a yid should become one with Hashem, the one who gave the Torah. And the same is true also for what Torah mitzvahs can accomplish in the world. That the idea of Torah mitzvahs is to take away the concealment which is found in this world. And it's only because of that concealment that the world appears to be so in such multiplicity rather than unity. From the Welt, and to turn the world which is a Rishus Arabim known as the uh, it's an, a place where many have many think that they rule the world and to turn that into a Rishus to turn it into a place which everybody recognizes there is only one that runs the world Hashem himself all of these ideas are to take multiplicity and to turn them into unity to reveal the oneness and the unity of Hashem into the world. So that's the purpose of Torah, that's the purpose of mitzvahs. And since the whole purpose and the whole function of Torah mitzvahs in this world is, and within Yidin is to bring out unity, why is there such a, so many details in Torah and mitzvahs? When you would think that it should all come down to oneness rather than 613, 70 facets, men, teshar, and so on. Zion is the Mishnah Mazber. So the Mishnah explains Hashem wanted to give the Yidden merits. That's why he made so much Torah, that's why he brought so much, um, uh, so many details into Torah. The Zakis is from Loshan Zichoch. The word lezakes comes from the word of refinement. It's the similar word to refinement. The Ratzon from Eivishten is nishnar azidens on sukkumets of bittul tzolakus, because Hashem wants that not only should the, the yidden reach this complete subservience to godliness, 
which means that you set aside your own personality but that the person should refine themselves as well on the chilek on the b'neim and the difference between these two approaches is the idea of bitl is that the, the personality of the person is lost he's bottle, he's subservient and secondary and therefore unimportant is and it's because of his subservience to godliness that's how he becomes attached to elikus and even though a person is comprised of many different talents and different abilities and different limbs in the body and so on until it gets divided into 613 to 248 limbs and uh, 365 sinews and veins or whatever but all of that all those details are lost when we talk about bitl bitl brings about a nullification of his own personality of himself and therefore also of the specific details which comprise the person that's all lost in the bigger picture of being totally bottled so that in Bittl there is no difference between this limb and that limb, this talent, that talent it's all lost in the idea of subservience I don't exist, I'm not important so in Bittl the details are lost the what does refinement mean? it means that the person which means every detail in the person, each individual limb, each individual talent, and so on, should become refined. And that that specific detail should become one with Hashem. And when we want to accomplish that, then you do need to focus on the details of, the, of each individual part of the person, whether it's physical or... or uh, or moral or, or spiritual and so on because the refinement of each detail within the person has to be accomplished according to its tzir uh, in the way it, it expresses itself so it needs to be refined in the context of how that detail exists and since Hashem wanted that a yid should also reach refinement besides forbittal that's why he gave us so many different details in the Torah and that's why there is so many details in Torah and mitzvahs because each mitzvah has its own specific purpose because that mitzvah pertains to a specific detail within the person whether it's a limb or whatever and it is what accomplishes refinement of that specific part of the person as well as in a certain element in the world outside the person but the, the part of the world that the person functions within and he has to bring refinement to that as well so each part of the world needs its mitzvah in order to bring refinement to it when the same is true of Torah as well as the that the different subjects and ideas in Torah they bring about a refinement of the different ways in which the brain or the, the mind works and each part of the mind the mind is divided into many different ways of seeing things and understanding things and each part of Torah is meant to bring refinement to a specific approach within the mind of a person but we still have to understand since Hashem still exists within that perfect uh, oneness then since Torah comes from within Hashem 
the Torah mitzvah should have also been ex- expressed in a unity. As in Zayzal Nizayin Ken Ribe Vizchalkas Vekavim Shainim, that there shouldn't be multiplicity and division and different approaches and so on. On Dosos Hirbalim Torah mitzvah is Nor Bechdei Lezakas Yisrael. And the fact that it does come out in many details is only in order to give the Yidin the opportunity to be able to refine themselves. Kumtach memeila oisa, for therefore from this it comes out, as the Ribu and Torah mitzvah is an inyo from Yerida Kabayochel, it would come out that in its purest sense, Torah should be unity. Because Hashem wanted to bring refinement to the Yidin, therefore he, made, he allowed it to become multiplicity into many different way, expressions. So it comes out that th- this brought a demotion to Torah from perfect unity to many, many different way- approaches. Therefore, it's lost to some degree its connection to the very essence of what Torah is, which is unity. That the, the purest sense of Torah is unity and simplicity without detail. I've then bring the Mishnah and Pasuk. That's why the bring, Mishnah brings the Pasuk. Hashem Chavetz Luman Sitkai that Hashem wanted because of His righteousness. Yagdol Torah Yadir. That's why He made Torah great and beautiful, as or strong and powerful. As Adar Abba, that to the contrary, the Riba B'Torah Mitzvah Tudgar Oifa Kaviyochal Agdolav Adara in Torah. You shouldn't think that making it, causing Torah to become so varied is somehow a demotion and takes away from the essence of Torah, but to the contrary, it brings a greatness and a power to Torah, that it's because Hashem wants, um, in order to, because of His righteousness, He wants to bring this ability to the Yidden, that makes Torah greater, not smaller. It doesn't diminish Torah, it makes it greater. How so? Test as Barabazet. So to explain that, Says Yedua in the Minyan from the Savakos Baruch It's well known about this idea that Hashem wanted a place in uh, that He could be comfortable in the lower worlds. Was the Pnimis Adira is Lord of Elishkem and Hashemis Yisrael. That the real meaning, the inner essence of that uh, meaning is that He wanted to dwell within the Hashemis Yisrael. Sheyu Knesses Yisrael Machan LeShivta Yisbarach. That the Jewish people as a whole should become a place where Hashem dwells. As the dira, so that's what the real meaning of dira b'tachtayim. The inner meaning of dira b'tachtayim doesn't mean in the physical world. It means more within the neshamas Yisrael. As the dira amitis is dafke when zivert uvgetan durdem zichuch pnimi from the madam. When does a person be? When does is the true dira, the place where Hashem can find Himself? When is that accomplished? When the when there is an inner refinement, purification to the person. Which means that every single detail within the person's existence refines itself to a point where Hashem is comfortable in that part of him as well. So Hashem has to be comfortable in every single detail of a person's life. But when we talk about Hashem's intent, of having a dira in uh, down here, the way he sees it and he perceives it is nishayach the geder from ribui and heipach ribui. Over there, you can't talk about uh, within atzmos. There is no multiples. There is no multiplicity. So you can't say that within the perf- the essence of Hashem, there should be an appreciation and a recognition of something which doesn't fit with His Metzias. Hashem's Metzias is perfect unity. So He's looking to be expressed in mul- many details. That's something which doesn't exist within him. So from his perspective, there is no his chalkus. It's only once it goes down into into the way Hashem evolves the worlds, over there when Eirin Sof becomes reduced. 
But Rotz Agaz Baruch Lazar Zolzai Matzar Mamaras Rashem wanted that the world should be created through ten different statements. When in Yeder from Zaykam Avakam Tevid Aisius, and even in the ten statements, each one is made up of many words and even more letters. Nivroelam, and it's only through that that they used to create the world. Even he could have just as simply created it with one statement. Therefore, he allows. Now he has allowed for multiplicity within the world as well. Even talking about himself, so to speak. Let us make man. So he allowed for even in the Creator, there should be recognized a certain riboy. Over there in his seder shalos, where there is multiples, over there we we uh, over there is revealed that the ribui, that the fact that there is many details, all stem from achtos, from the unity of Hashem. And as kavanas adira is in them that the purpose intent of the dira is in the details as well. Was does kum dur of dem and that the dira is realized, accomplished only when each, each detail is refined according to its existence but that's only in Seder Shalshulus within the essence of Hashem there is no multi, there is no ribuy and therefore it's all achtas Yud and that's the difference between the way the Chazal express it and the way the Pasuk speaks it in the written Torah, the way Hashem is written, so to speak, that speaks of a higher level, and everything in the Torah is expresses the way it is in its original place, in its highest level, in its source. In in the inner purpose, on is the and in its source, the purpose and intent is Hashem's righteousness. In other words, expressing Hashem's existence. But then as it evolves downward, which is what Teresh represents, similar to what we say, there is the way Hashem is written, Hashem's name, the name of Yudke Vavke, the way it's written, and then there's the way it's, it's pronounced. That's different. Of course, the written is a much closer to the truth. That ex- represents the essence of the truth. The way we express it, the way we pronounce it, is in a different way. Over there, it's expressed as what did Hashem want for the Yidden? As if it were two different intents. The male is Dorot. Over there, the purpose and the intent becomes the refinement of the Yidden of the details. Whereas in its Hashem's essence, Tzitkai, the way He sees it, it's a one, it's a unity, absolute unity. And that's also the difference between Rotza and Chayfetz. Rotza is Metaira Tnuah, the Tnuahs are Rotzin. To want means there is a certain movement towards something that you want. It is an expression of being drawn, being pushed towards something. The the way a person is drawn or runs to and so on towards something that he wants. And the far state that's the word rotza means to run, it means to move towards. On the first day, there loshem by lezakis as Yisrael. That's why that word is written when we talk about Yisrael, the way it's in the lower levels. On chayfetz is the tainug in the merotzen. Chayfetz means the way it's experienced within the soul, that the soul wants something, has a certain interest in something, delight in something. That's within the soul. That's not talking about the movement towards that thing. That's the way you delight within yourself in a certain thing. That's why when we talk about the essence of Hashem, there the word chayfetz is expressed, is used. Similar to the way it is by a human down here, as the rotzen is vasa shteit metam shachatzu azach vasis eiserem, 
Ratzah means when a person wants something that is outside of him. You want something outside of yourself. Whereas when it talks about chayfetz, which means the light, is as vi'er izach misanig. It talks about I am in a situation in a state of the light. It doesn't. It is not from something outside myself. It's the way I am within myself. And the full nemtzer the untershade, as in rotzim was the nefesh tzitzich to agivisazach, and that's why there is a difference. That in rotzim, when the soul is drawn to something out, something specific, then if anachilukim itzadef abundan kait mitinyanim tzvelcha eret tzitzich, there would be a difference in what his connection is to the thing that he's drawn to. Whereas when we talk about the light, where the soul is is in a state of delight within itself, is in them from It doesn't matter where the delight comes from. Because the delight doesn't come from that thing. The delight is experienced within the soul itself, and therefore it doesn't matter what it comes from, what is causing it that the light is experienced within the soul itself. He's explaining that when we talk about Ratzim, when somebody is drawn to something, it depends, there's a big difference what you're drawn to, and there would be different ways in which you react to that thing that you're drawn to, that, that you want. But in Chayfetz, there would be less of a difference in where the, what the source, what caused the delight, that wouldn't make a difference, because the delight is experienced within, rather than from the thing in which you delight in. In Torah Mitzvah, there are generally two levels. There is the way the Torah is in, its, in the upper realm, where it's beyond uh, multiples and so on, and the divisions, and the Torah, and then the way the Torah comes down into the evolution that brings about the world and the way it comes down down here which as we said before that causes many different details and that is expressed in the difference between mitzvahs. if you were to compare Torah to mitzvahs Torah expresses the unity as is known uh, in Lakot Torah, it says that Torah is compared to blood. That the blood circulates throughout the body and it's it's found everywhere equally. Or mitzvahs and the mitzvahs are compared to the limbs of the body. But yeah, the aver is mugder and zayin gedavetzir. Every limb of the body has its own uh, parameter. It's it's very different. One uh, limb is not the same as the other. When his under should not say neighbor and is different than the other limbs. So Torah as a general theme is unity, the same throughout, and mitzvahs represent differences. But only through the fact that Torah, which in its essence is unity, comes down through Ishtalshulus and becomes many details, is in order to bring these uh, these chusim to the refinement to the Eden which is because Hashem wants wants that and this is because Hashem has that it's that delight within Himself that this should happen and the fact that it's expressed in, in multiples down here because this is what the ultimate per, uh, delight of Hashem is it also brings a certain elevation to the Madrig of Torah the way it is in the upper spheres. Yagdal Torah it makes great and it makes more powerful the Torah in its original state. It brings a even high, an even higher level to the Torah as it is up there. As it's explained in Sefer Aboyer, that David, through his Abayda, he brought together Torah the way it is above, with Hashem. In other words, it took the way David Amelech was Mekayim Torah Mitzvah and did whatever his Abayda was. He was able to bring a unity between the Torah Lamayla and Hashem. 
In other words, we can influence the Taita as it is Lamaila. The Hainas is Vet Nimshach Venus and Sof in Taita, meaning that Taita is infused with a new level of Ein Sof as a result of what happens down here to Taita as it is in the Shtalshalus. And that's the reason that there is a difference in which the, the expressions that are used by Chazal and the expression that is used in the Pasuk. In the Torah it expresses the way the Torah is as a general principle it's all united beyond division. Fast the river is oich as in Tedish Vixav Zaina Kolamitz Bem Stumas Voloima Ferocious Vagluis Vidois. And that's why in Tedish Vixav all the mitzvahs, whether the positive mitzvahs, the negative mitzvahs, are vague. We can't really understand, we don't see the details, we don't understand the details in Tedish Vixav. Whereas in Teresh Peh we get to understand all the details with the mitzvah. That's because in Teresh Sav it expresses the way it is in the heavens above and the realms above where it's all unity. And only in Teresh Peh where it's, it comes down into Ishtalshalus do the details come and come to light. When the river is in Teresh Sav Therefore, in in the it explains the the perfection of the Hashem's intent, as it's uh, accomplished in the Torah as it is above. Over there, the Torah is greater than any separation and differentiation and details. On the Hagdola in Torah is Be'echos, and therefore the the greatness of Torah is not in quantity, but rather in quality. That's why it's described as Yagdol Torah V'yadir. It becomes greater and more powerful, not more numerous. And now when you look at it more closely, meaning to say, even within Torah as it is Lamaila, there's also the differentiation between Torah and mitzvahs. So it describes also the greatness uh, as it is in Torah, as well as mitzvahs as they are found within Torah. That's why he uses two separate expressions of Yagdil and Yadir. Why? <coughs> Yagdil is the Milas Atayravas Talmud Godl Shatamud Mevil De Maisa. Yagdil describes the greatness of Taira as it is that it brings to, to Maisa, to Mitzvahs. As the Gemara says, Talmud Godl Shemevil De Maisa. So that describes uh, the Mitzvahs within Taira. The Yadir is the Milos of Teira Bats Musa. Yadir describes the, the quality of Teira in its essence. Vizi is Hechering Gansen for Mitzvahs, as it transcends Mitzvahs altogether. Vastos is the Rinin Amaluchos of Teira, which describes the what the, the Gemara says, the Pasuk, the Gemara says that um, Teira brings a person to kingship, to rulership. Man Malke Rabbanon, who are the uh, kings, the Rabbanon. Bimelachem Yemleichel, as the Pasuk says, that the kings uh, rule with me, meaning with Torah. So that's described by the word Yadir. Yadir describes the power of the king and so on. Mashenk, that's all in Torah Shabbat. Mashenk in Torah Shabbat, but when it's uh, described in Torah Shabbat, Kumdos Ariz Begiloi, over there everything is, it's not just masked and hidden. And as he said before, stuma is veloimafuroshes, but in Tereshavalpeh it's all clearly spelled out, and therefore over there the Mishnah says here belem Torah mitzvahs. It gives you specifics. There is Torah, there is mitzvahs, not alluding to it by saying yagdil and yadir, which is meant to describe Torah as as it is in its essence, mitzvahs as they are found within Torah. But there it's it's clear. Kanal as he mentioned before. Yudbeis, the mit is euch moven, favos state yagdel teirbe yadabaloshen osit. 
This also explains why it says he will make Torah great and he will make Torah powerful in the future. Not that he made Torah great and he made Torah powerful. The reason is in because this bringing of greatness and power to Torah, the Torah in its in its, in its in its source above, that comes only as I said before from the bringing in the Hirbalahem Torah mitzvahs from the the fact that Hashem made Torah mitzvahs many much. When, is, when does that actually happen? That comes when Torah evolves downward into the world down here. becomes revealed through Only then do we get the much, the many of Torah mitzvahs. In other words, he's saying, when will the Torah become great and powerful after it evolves down into Torah into our world, Lamata, then it will become great and powerful. After you have the pure Eiraisa, the Torah, then comes it comes down into Remiza, the many things which are found within Torah, which is referring to the And that study of Torah brings to Maisa, which is where the Hagdola the uh, the greatness comes the the much comes and therefore that's what leads to the greatness in Torah in its source as well and that's why it's written in a future tense to say that after the involvement after it comes down that that's when it becomes great and powerful and this also fits in well with the simple meaning of yagul Yadir, which means that this is something that will happen in the future after Mashiach comes. Because when will the true nature of this revelation come out? That'll happen after Hashem will bring the true great schus to the Yidden. By having Torah mitzvahs become much more and much greater, which happens in its perfection, which happens, of course, when Mashiach comes, all the mitzvahs will come back. That's when we will get to practice the full range of Torah mitzvahs, and that's when the real Zakis happens, and that's when Yagdal Torah will happen. So it fits in well with the, the future tense, because it refers also to the time of Mashiach. Yud Gimel, Al Pikola now, based on all this, Kemenech Mevarazain, this Shaykhus from the Mishnah of Hanani Menakasha Aimer to Pirkeyovis, this also explains the connection between Rav Hanani Menakasha and Pirkeyovis, Velchamalerin Talsachanutz Matantayr Bachagashuas, which we study for the six weeks before Shuas as a preparation for Matantayr. How so? The Bartanura Zokt in Omfang Ovis. The Bartanura says at the beginning of Abbas, because this Mesechta is not based on a mitzvah, one of the mitzvahs in the Torah, Kishar Mesechtas, Shava Mishnah, like all the other Mesechtas and Mishnah, that have to do with the Sukkah or Yom Kippur or whatever it is, a mitzvah, and it explains that mitzvah. Spirit Yavis is different than that. What is it? The whole Pirkei is moral teachings. And character refinement. And the uh, wise men of the other nations also wrote books as they, what they made up, what they came up with from their minds in what is a moral teaching. How should a person conduct himself with the other people? In other words, there is already other moral teachings. That's why the, the Tana begins with this Mesechta, introducing it by telling you that Moshe received the Torah from Sinai, giving you the order of Torah. Why does he bring that as an introduction to Mesechta of it? So he explains. This is to tell us that the moral teachings of this Mesechta, 
These are not some ideas that the sages came up from their own minds. He wants to point out that these are also teachings from Sinai. That's why he introduces it, Moshe Kibbal Torah Messina. Kendor Vern the Shaila, so one could ask the question, be bald as a sign in Dazel Hamasarim Midis, Oichin the Svarim von Schachmium Zoilam. Since many of these moral teachings can be found also in other books, is Favos Hotman of Zay, Gedaft Onzog Bessina, else a tale from Torah Dafke. So why did they wish to have to hand this down Bessina and make it a part of Torah? If the Goyim also have similar teachings to this, why make it a part of Torah? This is just something that everybody understands. It doesn't necessarily have to be a part of Torah. That is explained by what Rabbi Hanani Menakashe says, that the Eivishter wanted to give more merits or actually more refinement to the Yidden, and therefore he gave them many Torah mitzvahs, as the inyum fun Torah mitzvahs of Adetsu Mezachach Zayin, Allah Kaychus Amidus for mention. Since the point of Torah mitzvahs is to refine every talent and every ability and every character of a person, and for this reason, even those things which others understand on their own were made a part of Torah. Because it's not just there to tell you how should your, what should be your relationship with other people. How do you behave towards another person? Nor more importantly, it's there in order that a person should be able to transform his own character and to refine it and to become a better person, not just to know how to behave towards other people. And that can only happen because when it becomes a part of Torah, as he said before, that the reason the Ebeshter made many mitzvahs, gave, gave it um, a lot of coverage, is so that every, every part of the body, every part of the person should be able to be refined through that part of Torah, which would bring refinement to that part of the person. And it's only through this that a person has the ability to refine his midas, and as well as uh, specifics in their uh, talents and abilities, as it's all very kalimtsul, of course, that every part of the person should become a keli, a, a receptacle to godliness. Yudalit. And in order to explain even more deeply the idea that Torah is for the purpose that to refine the person. So, we could understand everything would be fine and well if who, is try, who are we trying to refine that the Neshama should become even more refined. Then it would be understood because the source of Neshama is even higher than the source of Torah. That the thought of the Jewish people, in other words, the Abishta's plan to create the Jewish people came before anything, meaning also before Torah, so that the Yidden have a deeper source in Hashem than the Torah itself. And therefore it would make sense that the whole Torah is there in order to bring refinement to the Neshama, in other words, that the Torah serve, serves the Neshama. Because it's higher, the Neshama is higher, so it makes sense that the Torah is there to bring even, uh, to service the Neshama. But over here we're talking, not about the Neshama, but we're talking about Hamaisa Iker, that how everything is more, what happens down here, the Torah as it's carried out is the main thing. We're talking about refining the, the natural soul, the animal soul. Also to refine the physical limbs of the body by doing mitzvahs with them. 
that the, the limbs of a body seem of a Jew seem to be similar, exactly the same as the limbs of a non-Jewish body. How could you say that Torah, in its deepest place, within Torah Shabiksav, as it is found within Atzmus, over there, what is its purpose? That its purpose is to bring refinement to the physical body and to the animal soul. How could you say that that's the in ultimate purpose of Torah in its deepest and highest place? That's why the introduction to to Pirkei is called Yisrael Yeshlam Chelukelam And we know that Oylam Abba over here is not referring to Gan Eden, but rather to the world after Tchias Hamesim, where the Neshamas will come back into the bodies. And this is said about every single Jew will come back in the Shama Baguf. Because even from the focus, even looking at the body of a Yid, it's also something that the Abishta is intensely proud of. From as the Pasuk says, I brag about my handiwork, meaning the body of a Yid. Why? Okay, how do you know it's the body? As is well known, that when Hashem chose the Jewish people, and where does true choice come only from the very essence of Hashem? Because true choice is only when everything is perfectly equal, and it's only in Atmos that everything can be perfectly equal. The neshama and the guf can be perfectly equal. Is b'shaychus tum guf naidin? So the bechira said about the not about the neshama that Hashem chose the neshama because the neshama is on a higher level. For that, you don't need to make a choice. The choice where two things are equal is talking about the body of a Jew. The body of a yid is no different before it's chosen to the body of a goy, and that's what Hashem chose. That the body of a yid is special to him, and that's what he brags about. That's what he's proud of. And therefore, since even the body of a Yid is what Hashem is intensely proud of, so therefore it's no wonder So, of course, no wonder that the whole purpose of Torah in its highest level is in order to bring refinement to the body of a Yid. The Midas and Gufagash to the Midas, to the character and the physical body of a Jew as it is down here. So the first Mishnah that introduces Pirkei explains how the, what the last Mishnah is saying, that the intensity of the Torah, the very highest levels of the Torah are focused on as the Torah is revealed down here and its purpose is to refine the physical body. How could that be? How could that be? Because the Ebeshter chose the body of the Yidin and that's where uh, the focus is on the body of the Yidin. Therefore, yes, it's all about the body of the Yid and to refine that. And it's only through refinement as it is found in the body and in the Nevesh Bahamis that brings out the very deepest levels of, of the Ebeshter as he is focused in the Torah and that's how the Torah becomes greater and more powerful.